This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Thanks for staying with us here on The Morning Run. And uh, you're with Julian, Joyce and Sharitson. The government has recently launched My Salam, which is a national protection scheme for Malaysia's, uh, Malaysians in a B40 group aged between 18 and 55. This is to cover uh, 36 critical illness. Um, also, a little bit of background in the scheme. A 2 billion seed fund uh, has been contribu- contributed by the Great Eastern Life Takaful Berhad. And this would uh, cover insurance uh, premiums of 120, 112 ringgit per year across five years for about 3.7 million Malaysians. Yeah, so how it works is that there is going to be a 8,000 ringgit one-off payment uh, given to patients plus an income replacement of up to 700 per year for those who receive treatment in any government hospital. Uh, since its launch, the scheme has received more negative feedback than positive. Yeah, I think some of the concerns include how the one-off payment of 8,000 ringgit might not be enough to cover treatment costs. I think others also feel that the 2 billion ringgit could uh, better serve the overarching national health care agenda. So to help us make sense of what's going on, we have Tony Pua, Special Minister in the Ministry of Finance, on the line. Tony, thanks for joining us this morning. And now, just a basic question, Tony, what's the difference between putting 2 billion ringgit into an insurance scheme and uh, putting 2 billion ringgit into uh, the government funding bill for healthcare? Hi, uh, this morning, I'm a political secretary to the Minister of Finance, not a special minister in the Minister of Finance office. Got it, thank uh, you. <laughs> okay, um, it, it, very simply, this is part of the overall uh, uh, health protection or social protection scheme that uh, the government wants to put in place for Malaysians. Uh, the feedback for all parties, really, for Ministry of Health, for Bank Negara, for uh, the Ministry of Health, uh, for, for, for the Ministry of Finance, is that Malaysians, particularly the B40 group, Face, uh, faces difficulties uh, in meeting their healthcare expenses uh, when they are hit, in particular by specific, what do you call it, uh, critical illness. And that's something that we want to address. And, uh, and, and, and hence, this scheme was uh, given, given the opportunity to come out during the budget uh, last year. Uh, the key question was really where to get the money, given the, that the, the, the economic circumstances, the budget, the revenue for the government is so tight with uh, so many commitments. And hence, we are able to find this two billion ringgit seed funding from GE. Um, uh, Tony, what is behind the rationale of limit, limiting the scheme to patients of uh, on, uh, MOH hospitals only? Why aren't... Uh, the public facility, university hospital, included into the mix? I don't think there's a problem including the public university hospital. So that's probably something that we will be including sometime down the road. But uh, because we have been working with the Ministry of Health, uh, and hence we are kicking it off with the hospitals under the care of Ministry of Health. Uh, the university hospitals are under Ministry of Education and that would be uh, resolved in due time. So I don't think that's a problem at all. Well, Tony, is the one-off payment of 8,000 ringgit enough, you know, especially when it comes to criti- critical illnesses such as cancer? Uh, well, it's never enough, is it? Mm. <laughs> uh, so the, 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 the very simple, very simple uh, argument to that is that 8,000 is better than no 1,000. 
So the whole question of how much to give really is a function of how much money we can get. At this point in time, we are able to raise two billion ringgit. Uh, and based on the formula, it is a very simple formula. It's the same formula. How much you want to pay out? How much premiums you have to pay? And based on how many, how much premiums you want to pay, how long the fund would last. So uh, we have uh, the, the the government has made a calculation where the estimated cost and average is not a is not a hard and fast number, but it's an uh, estimated cost to 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 deal with critical illness is approximately uh, 10,000 ringgit with government hospitals and we believe that 8,000 ringgit is a good number to deal with uh, for now. So very simply, 8,000 is better than no thousand and uh, we want to help and immediately 3.7 million people in Malaysia found themselves with health coverage for critical illness. They get 8,000 to help them treat themselves uh, when they are diagnosed with the relevant illness. Uh, Tony, so this fund is slated to last for five years and then uh, the two billion will be exhausted. Uh, can you tell us, uh, can you give us a picture on the sustainability of healthcare funding in Malaysia beyond the five years? Sure. Um, this is two billion uh, and uh, they, are, they are obviously, as, as reported earlier, uh, we are negotiating with various parties to increase the sum uh, in the pool. Uh, number one, further with Great Eastern, uh, there are discussions on that. Number two, several other foreign insurers who are also interested in participating in the fund. So uh, any amount, say if we are able to double uh, the fund from $2 billion to $4 billion over the next year or so, then we would be able to stretch the scheme for up to 10 years. And over time, two things were to happen. Number one, uh, hopefully over time, the budget uh, for the government will ease up uh, the commitments that we have to deal with uh, due to issues of the past government will be resolved and we would have more fiscal space to provide more funding for health coverage or even bigger funding for health coverage for Malaysians, that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, we should also, I mean, we have heard plenty of criticisms, why is it with the private insurers? Uh, the, 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 the reason for this is very simple, number one, uh, they provided money. Number two, the premiums are calculated at cost. So this is something that needs to be highlighted that, that hasn't been highlighted enough. The premiums are provided and calculated at cost, which means that the private insurers actually don't make money from these premiums. Now, of course, the, uh, the, 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 the payout is something that is based on certain assumptions and in the event that after five years, the payout is actually less then the amount of premiums the insurance company collected, what the government has negotiated is the access to the premiums will be returned to the fund so that more people can benefit from it. So in this particular case, there's a, there's a no-lose situation for the government. Um, Tony, just on the policy on, on the insurance company uh, companies, it looks like uh, GE got a, sort of like a get-out-of-jail-free card this time by paying two billion ringgit. Uh, what's happening to this policy of um, restructuring the insurance companies? To, okay, uh, for- number one, yeah. so we, 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 they, they, have, they have an option. I mean, they were given uh, the, the requirement to divest 30% of their stake uh, 
which is something that has been in place for a while. Uh, and yet what has happened is that they have found difficulty divesting because under, uh, uh, what do you call it, under such regulatory uh, uh, conditions, what would happen naturally is that uh, the potential investor into the insurance company will want to buy as cheap as possible. The insurance company obviously thinks that the shares are worth more and hence there has been, uh, the, the entire process has been fought with difficulty because no one seems to be able to find a willing buyer, willing seller price. And hence, the entire exercise has been delayed for a long time. Everyone's complaining. You would have read, read uh, news reports earlier about inability of insurance companies to arrive at particular valuations. And if they were to IPO, they found that the market wasn't illiquid enough to, to, to absorb some of the stakes in these companies. So what happened, essentially, is we found an alternative solution whereby if they were to, say, the profit which they would have lost over the next 10 to 12 years, the profit they would have lost for selling the 30% over the next 10 to 12 years, discount value to the present, give that sum to the government. Okay. And that will be taken as an exchange to the 30% stake that they would have to divide. All right. I told you. It's actually a very good... Yeah. Thanks so much for your insights. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. And that was Tony Poor, Political Secretary in the Ministry of Finance, talking to us about the much-criticised Salam National Protection Scheme, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.